You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. I am Martina Cunha, and you're listening to Backstage Talk. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest is Miguel Gil. He is making his Broadway debut at the Tony Award-winning musical Kimberly Akimbo. Born in Caracas, Venezuela, but raised in Orlando, Florida, Miguel was a 2021 Jimmy Awards nominee. Miguel, I am starstruck, fangirling hard today, so thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm good. I'm honored to be here. Um, I'm Yeah, this is... This is awesome, and thank you so much for inviting me to do this. Very exciting. Yes. Yeah, it is, it is. This whole season has been a beautiful manifestation of the Latinx community, the Latinx and the Latin community on Broadway. And, of course, yes. I needed to have you here. Um, so thank you for being here. I know that I just introduced you a little bit and you made your Broadway debut with Kimberly Akimbo. Um, but what else do we need to know about you? Hey, um, that's a great question. Um, so like you said, I was I was born in Venezuela. I came to the US when I was four. Um and yeah, I kind of I'm kind of someone who just kind of stumbled upon theater. Um, where I, I have been, I was a kid who tried all the things. I tried all the sports. My parents put me in any camp that I would be away from home. <laughs> um, but eventually I, I started doing choir, ended up doing theater. And then, and a lot of times I will go back and watch some videos of me from high school, even with, I just did this last week with the cast. And I was like, guys, this was me four years ago like i am new to this i am still so much to learn so so much to grow um but i yeah i i love i love theater love acting and i'm super super blessed to be in kimberly akimbo it's been like the best learning experience okay but i need to know your okay. road to broadway because you just mentioned that you were new to this. You you've been in the industry or working in doing theater for the last four years. And how the hell did you get that fast all the way to Broadway? <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I um I wasn't someone who I wasn't like someone who was doing theater and acting when I was really little. Um, 
But I was always, my mom growing up used to call me like a moving, living jukebox. And yeah, like that's just because I would, I would be singing anything that was on the radio. Um, but eventually um, I was always in choir and in middle school, like it, I think it was sixth or seventh grade, the teacher was like, hey, you're going to be in the musical. Like, you're just going to be in the ensemble, but you're in choir. So like, we need you to do this. And I was like, okay, like, I guess this is happening. Um, so I was... Uh, I remember when they used to do it, it was like the whole show would happen and then there would be like kids just sitting on, on risers in the side of the stage, mm -hmm. just like watching the whole show, but standing up to sing the ensemble parts and then sitting back down. So that's what I did all like pretty much all of middle school. I would come on, say a line maybe or two and then like go back to the like risers. Um, but when I got to high school, um, I got to see... We have in, in randomly in Orlando, the theater community is super competitive. Um, so I, I went in my freshman year and I was like, okay, I'm either going to be a basketball player or I'm going to be in theater, which is kind of crazy to think that I even considered that. Um, yeah, but I, I you, really Troy did. Bolton. I know, I know, right. <laughs> um, um, but I, I tried out for the basketball team. I got cut. I was the last kid, like, I was, like, I made it to the end, they cut me, and then I was, like, I guess I'll go be a technician for White Christmas, because that's what my school was doing, so I went, I was a technician, and then, of course, I was there, I was in the building, and I got to see the show, and I was, like, this is awesome, and the theater teacher was, like, hey, you're a, a guy, and you're here, you should audition, and I was, like, okay. Okay. Um, and then eventually, it, it's kind of funny. This is eventually this will come out and ruin my, my career, but not really. But you know, <laughs> that first year we did Kiss Me Kate. And of course, I sang Santa Fe because what else do you sing for Kiss Me Kate? Um, um, but um, no. Um, but yeah, I, eventually, I, as, I, as I got more into it, I, I got to see people who were really good. Like I got to see... A lot of my close friends now, one of my close friends is named Sam Marzella, who was like three years older than me, was going to go to Carnegie Mellon. Um, and I was just getting into it and I was getting to see people who were super passionate about it and, and just really talented. And I was like, I want to be a lead. I want to I be as good as them. Um, so I started taking like voice lessons and dance classes. And then by like my senior year, I was getting roles, I was getting leads, and then COVID happened. Um, but at that point, I was so, I had worked so hard to get a role that I was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I love this. And a teacher in high school took the time to just be like, hey, this is a career. Like, you can do this. And like, and, and really like encouraged me to keep going and keep pushing and then got to do the jimmies. Uh, it was like a weird process for me. It was all online. Um, and I, I came in with like my college audition song, but it was still like, I got to meet like people who I'd been listening to for the past three years and like people who I was just obsessed with. And then um, I got to audition for the final audition in front of some casting people. And then uh, I went in that summer for a couple shows, did some auditions, and then ended up just going to school. I went to Shenandoah for a year for musical theater. Um, 
And then when Kimberly was going to Broadway, I, I had gone in originally and it was it was me and Justin for the first callback. And it was just us, down to us for the final callback. And then when they moved to Broadway, they called me back in and it was just one callback and then that was it. And then I got the job. <laughs> oh my god yeah. how exciting and how's your Very broadway exciting, journey yeah. been like how's been w working with i mean victoria clark and the rest of the yeah. cast this amazing group of kids that i mean when i saw the show i was mind blown mind blown by the talent on that stage yeah yeah i i was also mind blown um i still am mind blown um <laughs> Yeah, it was it was super it was it was really great and it was really nerve-wracking and I remember my first day I walked in and I had been I had moved to New York that week and all of a sudden I'm in like a getting to know you circle sitting standing next to like Victoria Clark and Janine Tesori <laughs> and like all of these people and I'm just like I just got here please let's slow down um but Yeah, it was, I think that I was, I was scared to even say a line on stage for a good process of the rehearsal, yeah. just because like, you know, um, no one, no one really teaches you how to be an understudy. No one breaks it down and is like, you know, this is how you prepare. This is how you should act in, in a rehearsal space where you're not actively use like being used where you're just observing And so, like, for me, it was most of the process, the actual rehearsal process before the show was, how do I, how do I be an understudy? How do I, you know, and then also, like, how do I learn uh, sh an entire show in three different tracks that's already basically learned for everyone else? Because at yeah. that point, they did the off-Broadway, so they're just making changes, you know? Um, but a lot of the process was also me watching the show for the first time and, like, being emotionally impacted and not being able to take notes because I'm emotionally impacted. <laughs> But um, I, I like I, as we have gone through, uh, like I have learned so much, especially from Vicky, Victoria Clark, who, um, who always, this is like my biggest, like, wow. Uh, she, every time we, I do a run of the show with her, she asks me, is there anything that, I could improve or I can, I can do better. She's always like looking to learn from everybody around her. So that for me was like, I felt, I felt like I, my work was up to par, you know? And I felt like, and I just want to be like, wow, I want to be her. I want to be that for someone else in the, in the way that feels like she's never going to stop learning and growing from everybody, even if they're younger, even if they just got here. Um, So yeah, and everybody in the company is awesome and super encouraging. So I never felt, I've always felt safe, you know, doing the show and, and trying things and being bad and then learning how to do it. Yeah, that was a long oh, answer, but yeah. <laughs> I know, but I love it. I love it. And This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How nice from, yeah. I cannot call her Vicky, but how nice of Victoria yeah. to, <laughs> <laughs> to, um, to be like that with, with, with you and the rest of the team and always asking for this constant feedback loop um, to make yeah. everyone comfortable. That's really nice. And this is yeah. part of the things that I love from the theater community, that we're always like trying to either improve ourselves or take care of who we work with. Um, so I love mm -hmm. that. Thank you for sharing mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. You mentioned earlier that you moved to the States at the age of four um, and yes. you grew up in this Venezuelan kind of American household. Um, I want to know how this has, how your heritage has influenced your work as an actor, mm -hmm. as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, when, when we first moved here, um, I, I should preface and say my parents, I love them to death. They're my best friends. They, um, but they, they didn't know any English. They, they came here, you know, it was just, it was me, my one suitcase. And then they both got a suitcase and we moved in with my aunt and we lived there for a couple months until they could get jobs. It was very much the, you know, all right, we're going to start from scratch in a whole new place. Um, so for me, it was, it was, I think now as an adult, I'm starting to really appreciate the risks they took because they were in their twenties still um, when they did all of this. So it was, it was super brave. It was, um, it was all for me, you know, which just is like, wow, I have the best parents. Um, but they, they're not artists in any way. I like they, my mom, is a realtor. My dad is like a salesman. So like growing up, like I had to like finding the arts was something that was super, I feel like personal to me that I, it was like my thing, you know, because everyone kind of had their own thing. Um, but for me, that was like, you know, nobody else in my family's doing this. And like me and my grandma would sing songs together, but like that was, that was really it. You know, um, I, I think that, growing up in the Hispanic community as an artist sometimes has its, its pros and cons, you know, and in a way that the, the pros are like, you know, everybody is very, is going to show up. They're supportive. Um, and they're going to celebrate with you. But also a lot of times, um, at least for me growing up, it felt almost like not something that I was always super proud of and something I had to hide sometimes. Um, For, you know, whatever, like, machismo exists. And um, and I, I just wanted to make my parents proud and my family, you know, they want me to be a man. So I was like, all right, like, this is, but this is what I like. <laughs> um, so definitely, like, for me, I, I had to convince my parents a little bit to be like, guys, I want to go to college for this. And I promise you, I can't promise you I'm not going to be broke because I probably will and I'm gonna work uh, whatever I'm gonna end up getting you know a restaurant job or a, a retail job at some point 
it's because that's the reality of being a theater artist or in the industry you know you have to you have to lay some groundwork while you you know build your career um so that that took so much trust um but it also it, it eventually I, I i saw how much my parents believed in me um because they took that leap of faith with me um but growing up as fan i mean growing up with you know like you know the culture the food the family the party like it's always always fun you know i love being around family um and i love being around other other latinos and just like because i don't know it's just it's always a good time <laughs> yeah we, yeah when we're yeah. together we feel like family to be honest exactly always <laughs> yeah 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 I love yeah. that. I love that. Um, so yeah. now that you're in like this huge process that your parents took a leap of faith with you being an artist, mm -hmm. what is the best thing about being a Latin artist? I feel like I can draw from my upbringing just all the time in my in my work and like in and how I go about things. You know, um, I think that like the that within like being Hispanic and like Latino, I, I think that like a lot of times I feel emotions very strongly. And I don't know if that has anything to do with my, with my like ethnicity, you know, like my growing up, but like, you know, I, I, I got to see my, my mom come to a full life sometimes and be very upset. And like, you know, that's just part of like growing up and like, and like, I got to see that. And that, but like, something that I love is that we feel like all the way about everything. Um, and so I think in, in my artistry, it reflects how, how deeply I, I care about the level of my work, you know? And I, I also think that it, it totally has influenced my work ethic in a lot of ways, because like growing up, all I saw was my parents doing, you know, working all day, both of them just to like, just to make it, you know? So like for me, like getting to do something I love and not that I, like, I think being an artist sometimes, I think this is societal, but like, it's something that you do because you can, not because you have to, you know? Like you need to make money somehow. And being an artist is something that you do when, when you have the ability to do it. Um, but I think that I take that in, in very, it's very important to me that, that I, I try my best to present the best version of me. And, and my dad always said this, I don't know if it's necessarily the best advice, but he always said, if you're going to do something, just do it the best you can. If not, don't even like, don't even go there. <laughs> um, so for me, like, I, I, I think that I, I have to give it my all because otherwise, otherwise I'm wasting, I'm wasting people's time. I'm wasting opportunities to just you know be doing something else but yeah that I think that for me the being Latino is just really my work ethic is like the main thing that I feel like is driving me at all times yeah I love that yeah I absolutely love that and it must be a Latin thing because my dad also gave me that advice when I started college when any anything yeah. I do And also, yeah. he's also one of my, like, my closest friend, um, and he yeah, spoils yeah. me a lot, so I feel you sure. with those words. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, who yeah. is your biggest Latin inspiration? Besides your parents, obviously. 
Yeah. Oh, geez. Besides my parents, I'm, uh, let me think. Um, I think that for me, my biggest Latin inspiration, this is a good question because in the theater industry, it was really hard for me at first to be like, okay, who do I look up to here? Who's like me? But then, of course, this might be a little bit of a basic answer, but Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, 100%. And, like, I, I, now, even now as I'm starting to be a professional in the industry and, like, being in circles where, like, people either have met him or have worked with him or he's somewhat around, I, I feel like I've now been in, in around enough people where, where I'm, like, I know someone who knows him. So for me, that's like, like uh, a big deal. But um, no, um, the way that he was able to really like capture the essence of like, uh, like how exciting it is to, to have a, a family party, but also how important it is to be a family in our culture and, and the food and, and like, and, and just like how he transformed his love for our culture and put it on a stage is like such an awesome thing so like he's somebody who i like like i would i hoped i get to work with one day but like yeah like i love in the heights like hamilton like all of it it's just so awesome yeah 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 definitely I love that. miguel yeah. last question what are your yes. top five favorite musical theater shows oh this is such a hard question um <laughs> but i love it i love it um I just, okay, this is my top five. I'm going to try not to mess this up. My, I, this is in no particular order. I want to preface that. Like, I, I feel like it's hard for me to pick one. So this is good mm -hmm. that you said five. Um, but I just got to see Light in the Piazza. And this is a show that I've been listening to for years. Um, and it was so good. Lived up to, like, all of my hype and, like, I actually like because Victoria Clark was in the show. I I had to research everybody in the show, and like <laughs> I definitely saw her bootleg of her doing it. And how like I'm like such a good show. Love the music. Love everything. Okay. Um, I love Sweeney Todd. Um, that one was one that I I didn't really like appreciate until I had to like learn the material for some random audition. Um, but. It's just so good. Such a good musical. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I actually wrote them down. Okay. Um, <laughs> what else? What else? Um, I love She Loves Me. I think that it's just the perfect... I, I, I love a comedy. Um, I know the first two aren't necessarily super funny, but like a com like I... I feel like Kimberly Kimbo. I feel like in my strong suit a little bit, trying to be like doing the comedy aspects. And like, I think that show is just gets a perfect, you know, blend of comedy and like serious drama. But okay. And then, okay. I love Putnam. Putnam <laughs> is like maybe the most, I think that's my favorite show to be in. Like, and it, so I had to put it on the list because it's just like so silly the whole time. Um, and then West Side Story. Um, I love West Side Story and like, you know, just the, the music, the, the Puerto Rican culture, like all of it, all of it. Such a good show. Yeah. Yeah. There is. you go. It is, <laughs> That's it my top and five. it's a classic. So <laughs> it's yeah, a I had classic. To put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> had to put it in there. Had to. Yeah. 
Miguel, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story, your artistry. You are the future of Broadway, and I am so happy to have you here in this Lands in Musical Theater special. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And keep inspiring. Keep, keep like, this Hispanic Latin community alive in the theater community. It's so important. But thank you. For real. For real. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.